to record so that the people listening to the recording or watching the VOD get the bonus audio. I did start it at the right spot. I am the greatest! Greatest intro music of all time? It might be. Love that high note that holds on it. Big old Joey eye. God, Joey's cute. So interested in what Amber's doing up there. Probably making food. Oh, hello everybody! Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is, of course, the one and only, infamous, mm-hmm. world famous, mm-hmm. this might sound stupid podcast. I am, of course, Adam. Mm-hmm. Cross me's Dan. Yep. I don't ever say that. We were, we were brought up today in the cross-examination of Amber Heard mm-hmm. by Johnny Depp's lawyers. <laughs> That's almost certainly not true, but I haven't been paying any attention to so it could be true. that thing, so it could be. I don't know. Yes, thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us on whatever app you get a podcast on. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to do that, I don't know how you found this podcast. But push the subscribe button. You can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Uh, get notifications every time we go live, just about every Thursday. Mm-hmm. We had a March and April were real hit or miss because my kids kept getting sick and then kept getting me sick. Uh, and Rolo is just getting over being sick with mm-hmm. whatever that fucking stomach bug was, and mm-hmm. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at TMSS underscore podcast is us, at TMSS underscore podcast. And you can always email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Dan, you never pitched a better list to me, so you know what that means. Yeah. The list that I said is just, we both agreed that mm-hmm. that would be the list. So we have a list. We came up with it yesterday. Uh, That's not true. It's but, not true that we came up with it yesterday. But we came up with it within the last week. Right. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a punt, but kind of not. Yeah. It's. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But it was also just like, ah, uh, we need a list for next week, and I don't know what to do. But this is a good idea. Yeah, it's a good list. I'm not going to tell you guys till the end of the podcast. Ooh. I'm just kidding, Dan. What are you drinking though? Uh. <clears throat> had these last week it's gonna have another foggy, foggy user. user noise i almost texted you and said will you bring me a good beer and then i and then i ha- i s- snaked my tub drain mm-hmm. from four until five thirty. Mm-hmm. uh because my kids have crayons down there 
and so it just doesn't drain. So now I have a plumber coming. Uh, also, it was, it was like legit bad. Like it doesn't drain. Period. Even with the snake. No. Ugh. And I so I like because I have a snake that you can hook a drill up to and mm-hmm. like drill. And when I pulled the snake out, because I was like, why? I was pretty sure. I'm, so when you put a snake in, you have to go past the catch mm-hmm. where the where the pipe curves. And so you you know you twist it. And then I couldn't get I, like I. I kept getting to a spot where I couldn't get past, but I was pretty sure I could feel it go through the catch. And then I pulled it out and the, the end of the snake had just been drilling into like crayon. <laughs> so there's just crayon like in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I was there for an hour and a half. Never got it unclogged. So anyway, point being, I didn't make dinner because I decided instead like well instead of making dinner I'm just I really want to get this unclogged because there's standing water in our tub mm. and it was like I really want to get this unclogged and so I just tried to do that so I ended up ordering Panda Express uh, because I was starving and I like needed actual food because I you know I eat pretty light during the day but then because I ordered Panda Express I was like I don't want like a full calorie beer mm. so I decided not to because I am of course still calorie restricting and so I'm having Michelob Ultra, 95 calories. Dan? Bropes? Bropes. Everybody? Bropes. Kibby? Bropes. Bropes. Ah, it's good. It is good. It's not, but it's not. Like last Friday, mm-hmm. you and I went and had a beer. Mm-hmm. And I had like a beer beer. And like, it's so much better. <laughs> it's so much better. Um, yes. So next, oh, I got to read Kibby's thing, but I'm not going to read it right now. Um, Amber says bath crayons. Why is that even an invention? Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't like them from the first time they showed up because I was like, if these stay in the tub, we have to like, they never did, but I was just, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want them to stay in the tub. Like there should be some sort of just like nice marker or like. I don't know. Or like or like a water soluble paint or something. Well, so <laughs> I was texting uh what's Big J's new nickname? Do you remember? Gabagool. It's not Gabagool. I was texting him and then I said, I'm pretty sure it's completely blocked by these fucking bath crayons. And first he laughed at me and then he said, I fucking hate those things. They take forever to clean and it's just wax that you're pouring down your drain. Yeah. <laughs> like why? Or just regular bath toys. They don't need to color in yeah, there. They can. I agree. That can be the non-coloring zone. But I feel like if I had taken the bath cranes away when I wanted to, mm-hmm. like months ago, Amber and the kids would have been mad at me. Mm. So I just let it go and just let the bath cranes exist. And, and now, now I've been proven right. Now you got a plumber. True. <laughs> I, like, I like Amber because she's honest. Um, okay. Okay. This month's list. So if you if this is your first time tuning in, because on our tweet we tra- tagged uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber <laughs> to try to bring some people in, uh, and that's pretty much as far as our marketing goes. Mm-hmm. But if this is your first time listening, once a month on the podcast we do a top five list, and it's just random top fun top fives mm-hmm. because everybody needs a break from all the stupid shit that's happening in the world mm-hmm. and in our country that's going backwards for some mm-hmm. reason. And top five lists are fun. So it's just random nonsense top fives. Last week was top five Disney villains mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. In parentheses, come on, you know which villains we mean. Mm-hmm. 
because if you tried to put in like Darth Vader, we were going to make fun of you. Yes. Um, this month, the month of May. Mm-hmm. Happy Cinco de Mayo, by the way. Mm-hmm. We're not drinking Mexican beer. Yeah, if I had had like if I had time in my life to do things and plan things, mm-hmm. I could have figured that out. But uh, I don't. I snaked my drain for an hour and a half. <clears throat> um, it is, and we do we do the list on the last Thursday of the month, typically, unless kids or somebody gets sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five non-bar candies. Yeah. I was I was I was gonna like in my head I was calling them hand candy. Yeah, but I mean a candy bar is a hand candy. Yeah, because we've d- we so we've done top five candy bars. Mm-hmm. Oh baby, mm-hmm. uh, and that is Liam. One of the things that I was excited about, I told Dan I was like I kind of just want to do this as the list because I want to just have an excuse to eat a bunch of different candy. You, I can only yes. pick five. That's a part of the fun of the list. Mm-hmm. You only get five, and yeah. Uh, for several weeks now, I have been bringing candy mm-hmm. to movie night instead of like getting ice cream or something because candy is so much lower calorie. Like those mm. those spree ropes that are delicious, mm-hmm. they're like it's like ninety calories for three of them or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're really low in calorie, but they're a delicious little treat. Whereas mm-hmm. like if I eat a blizzard, it's like a thousand calories. Yeah. So for now, I've just been bringing a lot of candy, and I'm just excited to have a reason mm-hmm. to try all this candy. And so, yeah, like a, you know, like Reese's Pieces are a hand candy. <laughs> are, 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 are Reese's Pieces a candy? Or are they a chocolate bar? Reese's Pieces? Yep, like the, the little the little babies. They're a candy. Yep. M&M's a candy. Yep. Kimmy, by the way, I'm imagining you yelling that like, uh, con, but you're yelling movie night. Uh, so yeah, so you got like your like your junior mints. You got your dots. You dots. Got... Nobody's gonna have dots on their list. By the way, I'm wearing a new dope Akira shirt. It's Tetsuo. Someone might have dots. Like it's really cool. Like nobody's gonna have dots. C- certain people love those those like uh, cinema candies. Any chocolate? Okay. Well, it's got to be a non-bar. It's Dark like chocolate, but no, we, we we did chocolate bars. We already, did chocolate it? bars. You sent in a list. Yeah. It's not. It's not chocolate bars. Yep. It's it's candy. Dan called it hand candy, but that's, that's not. Good. Yeah, they're fine. They're not going to be on anybody's top hand, five. Hand candy, you you'll, you might like eat like a handful of skills. If Kibby sends in dots on his top five, I'm going to time him out. But chocolate bars aren't candy. No. What are you talking about? Because we've already done chocolate bars. We're not doing, it's not, do you not, do you really not get it? Or are you trolling me? <laughs> it's like, uh, awesome. look at this. They're not. They are. When's the last time you had dots? A couple years ago. They're not good. They're delicious. I mean, they're fine. They're like, they have a nice chew. No. Good flavor. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Dis- May- they have, they have distinct flavors between the dots. That's good. Maybe if you get it fresh off the assembly line, they're good. Or better than good. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I'll be surprised if so. If somebody has them on their top five, I'm just gonna think they're doing it to troll me. Now I have I have that excuse. There's so many, so like ones that I just haven't had. Wait, dots? No. There's so many I haven't, I haven't had <laughs> in like so long, like Sour Patch Kids, or like Swedish Fish. 
Ooh, Swedish fish. That's the thing. Like, there's so many like candies. That if you I, bring them, I'll try them. Liam. That I have not had in a very long time. <clears throat> yeah, Amber, are you getting the thing? It's so you can't have like a Snickers bar. You can't have a Hershey's bar. Yep. It's like Reese's peanut butter cups. All yeah, Reese's peanut butter cups do not count, mm-hmm. but Reese's pieces do. do. You know what? I was gonna say, not that anybody would have this on their list, but you know the bite-sized Butterfinger that like come in a box, you give them in a movie theater doesn't and count. shit. Doesn't count. It's the it's the candy. It's bar. A, that's a, just a literal minimize. It's, it's, right. Like, yeah. It's got to be like dots, Swedish fish, mm-hmm. uh, fun-sized Milky Way, warheads. Mm-hmm. No, sprees. If anybody has those, what are these dumb things that you know they spit them out of their little mouth? Pez. Yep. Drumsticks. Drumsticks. You're, you're hitting like a hi hat. <laughs> oh Reese's Pieces I get it I thought you said Reese's were okay no what <laughs> what a best mime thank yeah. you yeah you, you know, you, mm-hmm. wait no you'd have to go like this and then you because you're holding on to it still you lighten the lighter mm-hmm. see I don't know what you're doing I didn't even see you eat the candy. What is that? I'm just shooting It's like a shadow puppet of a dog. (laughs) Quality content. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's the list. Yep. Top five non-bar candies. Yeah. So not the the stuff we talked about. M&MD. A few months ago. Those don't count. Not not that stuff does not count. M&Ms count? No, but the stuff we talked about a few months ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, can you have four different of M money? <laughs> she says, oh my God, I can't type. Does seasonal candy count? Sure. Oh, like a, uh, like if a little, you have like a peep, like you want to, if you want to pick peeps. Sure. You can pick peeps. If you have those dumb, awful, can- terrible corn things, I'm going to be candy mad. Corn? Yeah. Although is Kimmy the one who's trying to sell us on candy corn and peanuts? You. I, 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 I feel like Matt did that too. Or is that Matt? Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's going to be a... Did I just hear my kid cry? This is what it sounds like when kids cry. That's going to be a fun list. I'm going to start buying candy tomorrow. Yeah. Do I bring the calendar quick? Uh, Calendar is this button. I said it's this button. Thank you. So it'll be three weeks from now. 26th. April 26th. It's a perfect lead into Memorial Day. Okay, good. Kibby, I agree with you. Candy corn is evil. So that, that, that must be a vitamin Anderson thing. No, Liam said candy corn peanuts is legit. Pretty much a salted nut roll. I'd have to try it. Uh, you should do it with Nemo and videotape your critique. Videotape it? I don't know what you're I don't about. think we have a camcorder. You got a phone. <laughs> I know. It's just like Amber's really dating herself by saying videotape. Uh, yeah, Nemo and I could eat candy together. Send, send it into AFB. Yeah, send it into America's Funny Home Videos. Oh, Bob Saget's dead, though. Dan. They've been doing that show for a long time. Is it still on? Alfonso Ribeiro. I don't know who that is. Carlton. Oh, he does it? Mm-hmm. Huh. I remember the really dorky white guy, not Bob Saget, the other one. He did it forever. He did like, it for a very long yeah. time. He also hosted like Dance with the Stars and all that stuff. He was, he was I, don't, huge. I can't think of that guy's name. Yeah, neither can I. But he was just like a 
non-threatening yeah. generic guy. Mm-hmm. Classic white host. <clears throat> Classic white host. Dan, what's new? I had brisket today. It was very good. Why? Because my dad made it. <laughs> You're not, and you didn't bring me any. No. Which makes me mad. It was delicious. I think even with Panda Express, I'm still going to have to eat something after the podcast. Mm-hmm. I only had only had like 800 calories today. I think like I might grab a slice of pizza from my fridge when I get home, or I might not. That's 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 the that's the test. Piece of steel. You're fat. That's what I couldn't remember. I thought they called himself. That's, that's Big J. Oh, I thought it was a uh, funny bumpkin. What? Wasn't that what his name was? No. <laughs> Uh, I you weren't here for the beginning of the podcast, piece of steel. But I had total fan four twenty. I ended up eating podcast. I ended up eating podcasts. Oh, you're done. <laughs> I ended up eating uh, Panda Express because I was snaking that stupid drain for an hour and a half because those dumb crayons. I hate them. <laughs> so you had brisket with you your dad. A little, a little brisket. What was special about today, other than Cinco de Mayo? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> you just wanted to make a brisket. Yeah. You know, had a, little, had a little scotch, had a little bourbon. I should have a little scotch. One scotch, one bourbon, and one beer. I'm, I'm just, I'm just living that song right now. That's a song. One scotch. Oh, one bourbon, I think Liam's made me listen to that song. Beer. That sounds. You've, like, you've heard it a million times growing up. For that sure. sounds like a Liam song. No, it's like a legit, just like old dude song from like the. Really? Yeah. It's like the guys like talk about like his uh, uh like his landlord trying to get paid and stuff. And I, I recognize the chorus. Maybe I'll have a PB and J. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I did today. <laughs> uh did we we might have forgot to get a Rob's random. Oh, 100 percent Did we? Yeah. I, I haven't said anything to him. But maybe we just I'm wondering if we have one in the chamber that we haven't used. You're gonna look it up. I have to get another beer soon. Um, <clears throat> Pizza Steel, you weren't here, but if you want to, uh, Pizza Steel, Pizza Steel, that's a good place. To, yeah, that's it gets a nice, good, uh, good bottom crust. I had a baby eats a boy. Yeah, we had a baby eats a boy. Eats a boy. Uh, if you want to participate in this month's top five list, it is top five non-bar candies. So like Swedish Fish, highest you've been, like off the ground, Warheads. I feel like we talked about that one, didn't we? Does anybody know? Did we talk about that? I don't know. Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Candies like that. It was Thursday, April 14th, so there's a good chance we didn't. Because, like, you just you just haven't done podcasts that much since then. Right. Yeah, we, we, got, we got a note. Okay, he says nope. Thank you, Kibby. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about. I don't want to talk about... <laughs> Justice Alito? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. It's all right. That's just a bummer. I'm not gonna make you. Um I do there has been a thing on my mind that I just is like obnoxious to me. So we all know that I like exercise mm-hmm. and I like to do I like to lift weights. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'll I'll look for stuff on Instagram on like uh like recently Hey, Amber, Joey's begging to come upstairs if you can let him up. Now he's looking at me. Will she let me up? 
I don't have thumbs for the door. You're very cute. I think she's going to come. Um, Already? I know. He's a half hour early. I th- he thinks you have food, though, because he was the whole time you were Go walking on. around up there. He like if, Especially if you microwaved food. He was watching the, just the floor like, food? Thank you. So lifting Instagram. Um, can you shut that door? Your phone's loud. Uh, so I, like I got, uh, I got a good form tip the other day on, <laughs> did you hear her laugh? What the, laugh? what the fuck was that laugh? I think she just heard you say. Oh, okay. Uh, it was maniacal. Yeah. Uh, I got a great tip on, uh, just how to keep more compression in your core you squat and it was just a good one on instagram where i found one the other day uh that was like hey when you do uh leg curls mm-hmm. you know so you're laying on the bench and you're just doing leg curls mm-hmm. it's good for your hamstrings mm-hmm. um do you find that your calves get pumped kind of before you do your leg like before you're done with your set of leg curls and i was like i do find that and i've always thought it was weird mm-hmm. and so th- this thing that i found was like well basically in the beginning of that movement, a part of what's initiating it is your calf muscles. And if you're not used to initiating the movement with your hamstrings, you're doing it with your, you're, you're probably doing most of the initial movement. Oh, sure. With your calf muscles. Okay. So when you do the, when you do the ham curl, how do I do this? <laughs> when you do the ham curl, it's basically like, you know, flexing your, mm-hmm. which arm I can't, I don't, oh God. Uh, don't go all the way to full extension. Stop while there's still tension in your hamstrings and then do it. And okay. like I've done that now two weeks in a row mm-hmm. and I feel them way more mm. afterwards. And the goal being that eventually you learn how to completely initialize the movement with your hamstrings and you do go to full extension. But anyways, there's a lot of good tips like that mm-hmm. that are just freely available. Mm-hmm. And you do kind of have to learn to filter like through stuff that's total nonsense. But then the other, the thing that I hate is that I can't seem to escape it. Even if I like say I'm not interested in it and I've like told Instagram, like I don't want to see posts from this account. Mm -hmm. There is a thing that I have come to loathe amongst like male workout accounts Mm -hmm. will oftentimes have this mentality of like the, uh, like one I saw the other day was like a guy working out and I clicked on it because I was like, oh, I wonder what he's doing there. But it's just him working out with like himself talking over it, going like, you're born alone. You die alone. Like, and it was just like this stupid fucking nonsense of just like, I work out because I need to prove to like, uh, do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There is this weird, I don't know. It's like, it's fine to get a part of your ego boost from it. Mm-hmm. But there is this weird, like, over-the-top nonsense masculinity mm-hmm. that is constantly represented in it. And it's just like when I'm watching it, it's like, man, that is not why I'm here. Oh, yeah, 100%. I like to do it, but I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not a 110% CrossFitter guy that mm-hmm. is, like, proving something to himself by... Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but it, 
and I don't want to be condescending about that either. Mm-hmm. It's that I can't. The I it's like I the older I get and the longer the algorithm goes mm-hmm. on things, the more I hate it because I can't escape it. Mm. Like I can't. I like to follow some of the, you know, physical activity accounts, but I hate that like I can't get away from that stuff. No matter how many times like I tell it I'm not interested in. It just creeps back in. Like I, I almost want to look to see if I can find like a, a good quick example. Did I save one the other day? It's just gonna be quiet while I look this up. Dan's all sleepy from his scotch. No. Yes, you are. Who said no? Me. Who are you saying no to? Myself. What? All right, I didn't save one. Bro science indeed there. Peace. Uh yeah, I should probably catch up on chat. Um nope, that's in German. That's not gonna help me. Like there's some guys on here who are great. Um and then there's some guys like this is an account I genuinely love. Uh his name is just Doc Fitness NJ. I like him. He just seems positive. Like, I like the accounts that are like, hey, work out because it's good for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be everything that defines you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like your one and only personality trait is that you are a guy who exercises. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned to you, but I keep my ankles as loose as possible while leg curling. You did. It seems to keep tension in hams. And <laughs> you said the neckbeards of the fitness world, but they're not. Uh, are you talking about meathead philosophy? It's more like, uh, I wish I had, I sent one to Amber a while ago that was like really obnoxious, but it's going to be so far back in just me sending videos of babies to her. Mm-hmm. Cause I think babies are cute. Um, No, that one's not good. That one's really dumb. <laughs> it's like I'm I want to find a specific example because it's it's uh, like I have a tough time putting it exactly in the words of like I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with like hey, I do CrossFit mm-hmm. and I like compete in CrossFit challenges mm-hmm. and getting success in those things gives me positive feelings and endorphins. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to like not age terribly. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to represent it as that. It's like, I'm trying to scroll through to see if I can even find this one I sent to Amber. Uh, okay. Yes, I did find it. Uh, I can't play it, but it's, Oh, why isn't it working? The the quote on the front of the thing says, I'm a guy. Nobody gives a shit about my feelings. <laughs> and so why can't I view it? Was it deleted? And he's like working out below this. Right. But it's not like it's not. 
It's not like them being sad about it in this post. No, no, that's uh, that's like a, you should be sad if nobody gives a fuck. That's uh, me, uh, meathead incels, right? It's like it it is meatheadedness, and I can't I can't seem to escape it, no matter what I do. But like, but it's not like it's a different because like I, I I know plenty of like bros, right? It's not that are I don't that, have a problem with bros. that are more than happy to like talk about their feelings to each other. This is just like this is like. This is up, up. it's some like there's it's like ah, I can't put my finger on it, but it's just been bugging me lately. It's just like it's neckbeards. Like he's he's not wrong. It's like that's what even, I'm even saying. Like, you know, nice not, guy neckbeards. Yeah, like they're not. They're somehow victims of nothing. Like the guy's yeah. not necessarily a neckbeard, right? But like he's it's that mentality of like the the world the world is looking me over. Like no one listens to me. Like. That, that sort of yeah, thing. and it's but it's also there's also a thing of just like I work out because I need to keep my body ready because you never know what's good like all right oh that's a different that's a different sort that's like calm down that's like new that's like New York like no like, like Bronx dude like it's not workout. it's it's just like look at pushing the train it's like a guy who took Joe Rogan like way too to heart of just like I don't know. It's just been on my mind. No, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Because I can't get away from it on Instagram. Like, there, there, there's definitely, yeah, like, differing deg- like degrees of that stuff. And that's the same thing with, like, you know, I'm sure, like, uh, our, our buddies that do jujitsu have, like, some guys that are like that, like, just, training jujitsu for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Just way over the top. Mm-hmm. And you just want to be like, oh, like, when's the last time, like, you had to get in a fight with yeah, an old lady at the grocery store? you're going to hurt somebody because you're a weirdo. Right. Because you're... I don't know. It always makes me kind of think that like that's a person who doesn't have any like genuine fulfillment in their life because they're almost wishing for something to go bad. So the you know what I mean? It might that's total armchair psychology, but to like give them a character trait? No, it's just like they're so bored like in their day-to-day life mm-hmm. that they actually want like the people who have like bug out bags and stuff like that. <laughs> and not like like if you have a bag or, you know, some supplies set aside for just like, you know, like gas jumped 45 cents today or something mm-hmm. for like just things might go sideways mm-hmm. and you never know. That's one thing. But like the people who are constantly like training and are like, I'm prepared for it to blah, 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 like that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's like it's a, it's it's a, it's an yeah. odd, it's it's an unfortunate way to like view the world. Like like they, they right. like they they would say that they're like like realists. Like they what? like they like they see they see Booga through the boys. I don't know what that is. They they see through like the the curtain that is the world. Well, it just almost seems like they're wishing for oh, yeah. like you kind of want it to happen, mm-hmm. but you don't really know how much you wouldn't actually like it. Boogaloo boys are like like proud boy type guys. You. Yeah. No, like doomsday preppers. They're is, like the, actually they're, they're probably more militarized like proud boys. Red pillars, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like you it's almost like you want or yeah, even like if they're more militarized, I don't know who those people are, so I don't necessarily want to represent them that way, but I'm sure there are groups of people who are like I'm, they, I'm taking a stance right now. I'm against them. And if you want to be pro them, that's fine. But that's that's for you to decide right now. Literally right now. <laughs> I've never heard of them before. Uh, 
No, just a gr- any group of people who is like militarized because of like Antifa or something oh, dumb. Like, like he was coming for. Though, like, there are groups of people who are actually like they actually want to see their country fall apart, but they don't know how miserable it would be. Like they they think they'll be proven right. Well, they think they just they they I don't I think there are people who struggle to find actual fulfillment in their life, and so they have this fantasy in their heads where they are they are prepared and you know it's the same reason that like i think people really love some zombie apocalypse stuff mm-hmm. is it's just this like i'm the one who's prepared and mm-hmm. i i'll be out thriving and blah 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 and you will actually have a purpose day to day uh not that people who don't have that don't have a purpose i just think that they are they're my armchair psychology is like you were just struggling to find a reason for your day to day and this has somehow become it in some weird way mm-hmm. like there's just such a difference in my mind between like like i have some food stockpiled mm-hmm. N- not stockpiled that makes it sound like way too much but i like how like the, when covid first hit mm-hmm. and i freaked out because i thought nobody's gonna be able to get groceries and we're gonna be able to get groceries and everybody's gonna starve mm-hmm. But I also didn't want to contribute to like the food panic that was happening where people were buying like loads and loads of food Mm -hmm. and making food scarce. I didn't want to contribute to that. So after things kind of evened out, I have just built up like we have just, you know, enough food to get us through for a little bit that is like set aside. Mm -hmm. And then slowly as it starts to expire, I'll like, oh, I'll just... I'll take this can of beans up and I'll buy a new can of beans or what, you know, whatever that just like helps me have a calmer mind to know that like, yeah, we have, but like there's a difference between that and then like almost wanting it to happen. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's all about, it's all about like your, just like your, your outlook on like life at that point. Right. Like you, you can see that the it's 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 like it's like pessimism versus optimism, like in, in certain regards. Mm. Cause like if, if you have no if you don't see the light, you're just it's it's you're only gonna see like everything against you. Yeah, you're right. I guess that's not necessarily what I'm trying I'm not I'm I'm struggling to put my thoughts to words today where it's just I don't even know if they recognize that like they are almost wishing for things to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But that they would hate it horribly if it did. Yeah. Uh, like I recently, uh, oh, so <laughs> I started, remember a few podcasts ago when I said I, I've always wanted to read War and Peace? Mm-hmm. We started reading War and Peace. Uh, it's paranoia. It is, but... It, <sighs> Maybe I'm wrong, and that's why nobody understands what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely a possibility. I, it's, I'm sure a part of it is fueled by paranoia, but I, like, my wanting, you know, a few weeks of food on hand that just sits there for a rainy day is also fueled by paranoia. Mm-hmm. But I, I, like, dread it happening. Mm-hmm. When I talk about it, I don't, it doesn't seem like I actively want it to happen. Yeah, like like it's you know, and there there's there's definitely like a like a like a a like a, a you mentality in it where like you're seeing people that are doing the same things you're doing, and 
you just want to be clear, like in your mind that you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it for those reasons. And and I, and, and like, I, I get that. Cause like, like there's, you know, like there might be people that like, you know, like enjoy the same thing you do, but it's like, oh, those guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't want to be so like, that's not why I'm doing this. Like, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, that, that might play well, a little bit. Like, I don't even have a bug out bag. I just know that no, that's no. a thing. But like, like you're, you're like you, cause like, like you're just seeing Instagram people doing things that you enjoy, but like taking it in a completely different direction and that, and that bugs you and that worries you. Right. For it, them. it, well, it kind of does worry me for them. Cause it's just like you like, uh, cause most of them are like young, mm-hmm. you know, younger than me men. Mm-hmm. They're men in their twenties and like, take it from me as I get older, like, you can't, mm-hmm. you know, that you like, that can't be the only thing that defines you forever. Yeah. Or if it is, you're like a very unique individual, you know, you're like Steve Maxwell or something where yeah. you're, you're one 70 year old who is still like making money from physical education. <laughs> uh, paranoia mixed with toxic masculinity and virtue signaling. I don't know if it's virtue signaling. It's like reverse virtue signaling, though. It like, almost it, is. It's, it's not. Like, well, I know what you mean by yeah. virtue signaling, but it, uh, yeah, it, it kind of is because you're doing it for other people. It's it's, it's a one hundred percent. Here's what it is to me. It's to me. It's almost like people who do uh, like civil war reenactments. Mm-hmm. There is a part of it that is romanticized, mm-hmm. and so they do civil war reenactments and like the parts of it that are romanticized are the fun parts of it. And they do that. But the civil war was absolutely and terribly atrocious. All, like it was hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it wasn't a jaunt in the park on the weekend. Right. That's almost how I think that a lot of like those dudes, doomsday preppers or the guys who are just like, I have to be ready for blah, blah, blah. I almost think like they have romanticized the idea of like the economy collapsing and them being like Will Smith in I Am Legend. Mm -hmm. Like they have romanticized that idea and and it it gives them some sort of purpose Mm -hmm. to get up day after day and do these things. And and, and it's it's not even like, and they're not alone. Like, because there's a good chance that it's like them in a group of like six dudes that are like in a discord together, like sharing videos of working out or share like, like it, I, cause I doubt they're alone. Wait, like, can I not share videos of me working out? No, you can, but like, like it, I'm I, kidding. It's, it's very much in like, that's where it kind of comes into like this weird, like, like I'm listening. V- virtue signaling in like quotes. Cause like they're, it's, it's also an act for, um, to kind of pr- like, to like prove themselves to their other weird like right paranoid toxic masculine friends well and the thing that i always think of is like if shit really does fall apart even you know because like in the back of my head i'm always like well if shit does fall apart they're going to be more prepared than you and i'm always like yeah i mean i guess that is true but also they're not going to be like the people who are going to genuinely be prepared would be they're not they're not prepared to like fight they're just prepared to understand how to live like i couldn't live without grocery stores and shit like that yeah like like what what are you going to do with like 
six years worth of beans in your house. Right. When if like, and so, like if, if someone like and tactical, attacks your house, tactical firearm training, like, even though you were never, you know, in any kind of military setting or combat setting, yeah. but you have tactical firearm training. Like it just, it, to me, it's just like, yeah, you're kind of, li- you know, you're, you just, you have made a part of your day every day, some kind of civil war reenactment mm-hmm. where like, and uh piece of steel can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, the people that I think, uh, would do a much better chance or stand a much better chance of like surviving through, you know, months and years of economic collapse would be like P- the piece of steel's family that lives out in like the middle of nowhere in Western Minnesota yeah. who farm and hunt mm-hmm. and like understand how to grow food and understand how to build things and mm-hmm. understand how to, you know what I mean? And like, are out there fixing machines and do go out and hunt. It, like in my mind, it's just those, like they're not, you know, it's it's not even necessarily people who are preparing for it. It's just like, well, we're way out here in the middle of nowhere anyways. So there's, it's not like there's going to be people coming, like coming to steal our stuff because mm-hmm. we're hours away. And we also just know how to do this kind of stuff. I, this is a weird avenue to have gone down. <laughs> Uh, so I started to read War and Peace, uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> which is kind of a problem right now because it's a pretty big book. Yeah. I just started chapter nine. Mm, I, don't, I don't know how big the chapters are in that book. They're not that big. Um, so, but I, it's, I also just started, I just started rereading one of Gene Wolfe's books. What? The Claw the Conciliator. Uh, and then I also... It's finally like spring enough mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Just about every spring, I read Inve- Invisible Cities by Italo Calvino, mm. uh, which is an awesome book. And so I just started that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've like just started several books. And I'm trying to read War and Peace. But um, I was watching a guy talk about War and Peace mm-hmm. on YouTube before I read it. And he he was like, you know, I think people get afraid of the book because it's really big and it's really dense and it does deal with like a lot of politics and uh, aristocrats and aristocracy and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what would be a good idea before you read the book is to just familiarize yourself with the Napoleonic War, mm-hmm. specifically the Napoleonic War with Russia. Mm-hmm. And like the war of 1812 and, you know, things like that. So I went out and I've been watching uh, a lot of like historical documentaries and things like that Mm -hmm. on YouTube. And the like this one that I was watching just did such a good job of. So Napoleon basically goes into Russia and Russia keeps retreating and retreating and retreating. uh, And they get to. Moscow, I believe. And before the Russians leave Moscow, they just start burning it. Like they just start burning Moscow to the ground. Uh, and now Napoleon, like getting into Moscow, it's so far away. Is, was Moscow a city back then? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Is Mo- Moscow is their capital, right? It is now. But it... But like, I think but like it, Leningrad, it's like, because like it's had, no, it's had many names. It wasn't Leningrad. I believe it was Moscow. Or Stalingrad. 
Uh, I, that, 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 like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I just want to make sure. There's something weird about okay, it. Kimmy says yes. Okay. Right. But there's something weird about Moscow wasn't always their capital. It used to be St. Petersburg, I think. That sounds correct. In I'm only just learning about this. Like, I've never learned anything about the Napoleonic Wars. They're, it's pretty interesting. I, you know what I know? Hmm. Napoleon was in them. And he was a short guy. And who, was the, who was the emperor of Russia at the time? Was it the guy that lost his daughters? It's Alexander. No. Oh, okay. Not Nicholas or whatever. Uh, Napoleon got exiled to Alba. <laughs> so, uh, I'm pretty sure they, they retreat all the way to Moscow. Mm-hmm. Then they start burning Moscow to the ground. Uh, and Napoleon... And like his army hold up in Moscow, but they're they're so like when you look at it on a map, you just see like how far away Moscow is from France. Mm-hmm. It's so far. Is it winter yet? Well, so that's what I'm getting oh, to. Okay. So then there are there are these uh, they're like Russian nomadic steppe people. You know what the steppe is? Yeah, step brothers, step sisters. Nope. <laughs> Their capital has moved several times over the countries over the centuries. It typically was changed every time they got a new czar. Nice. I genuinely read that as car at first, and I was like, I don't get the joke that Kibby's making. But I just misread it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the step people. So there's all like, and they're just they're all they're almost like hired, from what I understand, by the Russian military. Okay, like little mercenaries. Right. Uh, because they're just step people. Like they just live. You know, they're not uh, slaves. Yeah, they're the, not. They're not your real brother or sister. and they're so all these supply lines and like lines to have more military coming in uh, they're just getting like decimated and then napoleon is like i don't have enough troops to stay here and so they yeah he's like we have to even though we took moscow we're gonna have to pull out to it's not st petersburg but it's like some it's some uh russian city Mm -hmm. like larger russian city that is on the edge of you know kind of touching western europe Mm -hmm. and they have to so they have to pull back but they were not prepared for russian winter so like they don't have clothes for it they don't have food they don't like they don't have any and they're all on like fucking horses Mm -hmm. and like and then russian military keeps coming in and just like fucking them up in these little skirmishes and battles and there's like so many written accounts of what's happening and what it's like. And this, this mini series on YouTube I was watching was just reading these accounts. And it was just like, I mean, literally one of them uses, he says something to the effect of like, this, like this is, I am convinced hell being unleashed upon earth. Like there's it, it just sounds like the most miserable, awful nightmare. Mm Mm-hmm you could ever experience and i'm just reading it like oh my god like you're free like you're just slowly freezing to death and like yeah while being like attacked at night well and then like they would defect and there's the oh my god there's this one part where like so they know they're gonna get fucked up and so they just they have to like reroute their entire army and in 24 hours they have to build a bridge because there was an unexpected thaw so they have to build a bridge to get across this river, mm-hmm. but it's literally like there's chunk giant chunks of ice, and it's like 
like tons of men died Mm -hmm. from just freezing to death under orders to make this bridge. And then as they're going across the bridge, like it collapses and people panic Mm -hmm. and they freeze. It's just like the, it's just one nightmare after another, after another. And it just like talking about people who are like doomsday prepping and almost wish for it to happen. Like the minute it happened, they would be so awfully miserable. Mm-hmm. It, like it just sounds like this every day is a waking nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's what made me think of. Yeah, you know, it's, it's your. It's one of those weird. It's one of those weird things you learn, like, like every child learns at some point that you don't attack Russia in the winter. <laughs> like some, like the, it just be like because so many armies have lost I doing need, it. I need another beer. That it's you just. It just becomes a thing you know in your soul that you don't do. <laughs> See here, Kibby says you should check out the last star on Netflix. It's about Nicholas, the family, Rasputin. Oh, neat! The last what? Uh, it's, a, it's the last star. So, Nicholas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that would be neat. Yeah, I also. Uh... Oh, the last Zara on Netflix. Uh, yeah, Zara Nicholas and his family uh, and Rasputin. That's a really interesting story is Rasputin and his whole like – because he had some one – of, one of Nicholas, it was a – one of his kids was a hemophiliac and Rasputin had like some kind of ability to stop the bleeding and like it's just weird. Hmm. Uh, Rasputin, man, like that's like I, – I've seen so many History Channel shows – on like Rasputin just because there's like be it like conspiracy theories just like all the stuff because like he has such a he has such a mythos yeah built up around like who he was as a person it's insane like like I guess like good on him for like you know (laughs) like it's like I'm sure he wanted his name to be like Huh. known through like the world like i feel like he was a, he was probably like a power hungry megalomaniac but like the fact that like he's so well known like in modern times is insanity right like, like he's like he did so <clears throat> much crazy shit that like he got him like he he bought him got himself in the history books yeah uh yeah i think the i think the nicholas royal family is it was like inbreeding or well no well i don't know maybe probably. but it was the last family they were the last like royal emperor family of the second? Russia, as far as I know. And then after that, after that, it became like elected officials, like the rest of the world. Is he Nicholas II? I think so. In my head, it's Tsar Nicholas II, but I can't. I, I don't want to speak to that. I could probably tell you really quickly because there's a history account I follow on Instagram that posts pictures of him all the time. Because there's actually, you know, there's like, excuse me, there's like photographs. They're they're recent enough that mm-hmm. there's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a yup yup from Kibby. Yup yup. Let's see. This is the account. This is the three account. Three monarchs. <laughs> what? No, that. that has a picture of him, but it didn't say. It. So is Kibby saying yup yup to you that it's? I think so. Nicholas the second. Man, nothing that I have said on Instagram has gone my way tonight, and it just ends up being me. Scrolling mindlessly, <laughs> looking for a stupid picture. I swear they post pictures of this guy all the time. 
And now I'm like, I'm so far down. Abe Lincoln. Hey, Blinken. I didn't say A Blinken. I said Hey Blinken. Well, this is impossible. I'm never going to find one. Anyway, I don't know why I'm still obsessed with finding one, but I am. Um, yeah, I think they were the last ruling family. And then it became like elective. I think, he, I think Nicholas II is actually like the one who helped write that into law that like there would be elected officials and they got you know what essentially amounts to a congress i think when do you know when do you got years on that it's like early 1900s i want to say so like that's probably when like lenin was like kicking into high gear uh lenin came out of so basically you know, there's like economic collapse mm-hmm. after, and there are like ruling parties. This is all like I'm just learning this, mm-hmm. but there's like ruling parties, uh, like political parties, and Lenin comes out of that with uh, like Marxism mm-hmm. and communism. Mm-hmm. Alexandrovich Nikolai Alexandrovich Romanov, July 1918 is when he was killed uh what is our nicholas known for bloody sunday and russians role in world war one led to his abdication and execution but i think before that he he made it so that okay yeah and kibby's saying yes he was but he he like basically helped write you know elected officials in the law I will say, like, I, I I think it was on my list of, uh, or was it, or was it, I'll mention, I can't remember exactly, but my list of favorite movies of the decade, like, for whatever reason, like, I loved, like, Death of Stalin. Oh, Death so of Stalin good. was so entertaining to me. It was so, like, supremely dark. It's but, like, one of the so darkest funny. comedies, but it's also, like, somehow informative. Oh, yeah, I learned... Like that's not how it happened, but I. But you. It, but you get it's, 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 no. It is how it happened, but it's not how it happened. When I say informative, I mean like the complete insanity yeah. of trying to make any kind of logical decision. Yep. In that nonsense reality. Yep. Is so well represented because the it was almost like the only way they could represent it was through absolute comedy. And, and it's funny, like I was like I just I just thought of the scene where like but so like very dark comedy. Like these guys are all dealing like, with like running around like jockeying for power, right? And then like the military guy shows up at the funeral, and it's like he has like absolute power. Where it's just like, right. like like when he actually he can, has he can do whatever he wants. Like he's like slapping dudes and like. Like where like you you fully get that like this man who actually controls the military like can just do whatever he wants right like because he controls the military yeah, like they'll, they'll listen, listen to him. <laughs> uh, it may it also makes me think of um ah shit what was the HBO series about the uh I can't even think of it the nuclear power plant meltdown oh Chernobyl Chernobyl. Chernobyl did a good job also of yeah. representing how ridiculous it was having to live in the society where you were just, you had to lie. Yeah. And you had to in live the, in, the lie. In the price of. Telling the truth. Yes. Like they did such a good job of representing it in a very serious way. But the death of Stalin does such a good job of pointing, like 
accurately pointing out the lunacy mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so dark. Yeah. The comedy has to be the comedy has to be so dark because it's actually dealing with actual atrocity. Dark thing. Like they're they're just like people are just getting murdered but constantly. They're also just looking at it and going, like, how ludicrous was this? Yeah. Yeah. Death of Stalin is a great movie. Chernobyl's also amazing. Chernobyl is really good. Yeah. I'm sure you watched Chernobyl. Amber and I started Severance. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> I think last night we up did we finish episode five or six, Amber? She's not gonna know. Um, it's really good. Okay. It's like really good. I, I started that this weekend. So you should, and then we'll have an episode where we talk about severance mm-hmm. and anybody who cares about it getting it spoiled can fuck off. <laughs> they can just get severanced. Yeah, they can get severanced. <clears throat> uh, Amber says druggy emoji. Um, but it's really good. Okay. But I will say, and I think I annoyed Amber last night. Uh, last night was the first night where I was watching it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like I was watching it and I was into it. And like every, every time I think I know what's coming, every time I'm like, oh, now they're going to do like, you know, every time I think I know what's going to happen, they turn a corner and it's, you're like, whoa, what? I didn't expect that at all. And it's been like, it's followed like, oh, Mm -hmm. where it's like, you see the reasoning for it, Mm -hmm. but you didn't, you never would have predicted it. That's very fun. Mm -hmm. But last night was the first night where there were a couple of different times where they did it. And then this thing in the back of my head was like, don't pl- please don't be lost. Yeah. Don't do a loss. Cause that's please don't do a loss. That's the lost move where there were just some twists and turns in the episode we watched last night where I was like, what? Please know where you're going. Why is that there? Like, I'm not going to say anything right yeah. now cause you haven't watched it at all. But when you were watching lost, mm-hmm. You thought everything was a thing. Mm-hmm. And so you were just like, what? There's a smoke monster? Or you know what I mean? Like, what's a better example from there's Lost? St- there's six facilities. This one's called the Dolphin? Yeah. What's the Dolphin for? What are the numbers? That, like, there's a giant wheel that moves the island? It stops time and teleports you? They're, I guess they're going to make it make Why sense. Why do you fall in the desert? Did it, was the island from the desert? Right. <laughs> Why is that polar bear there? Mm-hmm. Right? Like... Just all these, and why is it in the in in what's the kids' comic book? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why 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 is Walt so special? Right, you're just like you're tight. So, and last night it was just there were a few moments where my brain was like, warning, warning, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm giving the show time, but like, if there is another show that ends up writing like Lost, it's just gonna be like, how the fuck did you not learn your lesson? Yeah, know where you're going with this shit because. It's so good. Like the fir- like we plowed through the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, did a thing Amber and I never do and stayed up late to watch them. Mm. And late being like 10. Whoa. <laughs> uh, or like maybe even a little after 10. But like the first four episodes are great. And then episode five. Episode five. I think if I went back. It is late. If I went back and watched episode five, mm-hmm. there would be like lost rumblings rewatching it. Mm-hmm. But it's like my mind wasn't picking up on it in episode five. And then episode six is where it just started to be like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, this but might be bad. That that was the, that was the, the, the very nice thing about um, the leftovers is that, like, I don't know if he just learned his lesson. Yeah. 
in that there's a deep seated mystery at the like the core of the show that two percent of the world's population just disappears. Right. You have no idea why. And then they just make a conscious choice at some point to be like, it doesn't matter. Like the show's about people yeah. dealing with it. And like sure there's like people might be like thinking about it in the periphery, but at no point do they ever try and like get like into weird nonsense about right. why stuff might be happening. And it definitely works because it's like because there's like that's like that's the best part about Lost is like the the reason I gave it a pass in the end was like it was it was the people were so much fun to like I grew attached to the people and I, their connections. I used to also give it that pass until yes. that, that until that guy did that YouTube oh, series yeah. tearing it apart, and I just remember watching it getting mad. Like, yeah. oh my god, this guy is right. Why the f-? like you're just yeah. mad watching it, and now I yes. don't I don't give it a pass. hundred percent. Like it like uh. But like it's it's because it's there's you know like if the people are deep enough you don't like for sure the mystery doesn't I matter. I hundred percent agree. The mystery doesn't matter. Hundred percent agree. But this so can I explain the concept of the show? Like that's not spoiling anything. No, they give that away in like the trailer. Yeah. So Severance is a show about basically you sign a piece of paper mm-hmm. saying that when you go to work for this company. Mm-hmm. You're not going to remember anything about your outside life. Mm-hmm. You exist completely separately, your consciousness, inside of work. Yep. So all of your outside life, you don't remember any of it. It's just non-existent. And when you leave work, the same and thing. And when you leave work, you don't remember anything about your work. You don't remember what you're doing. You don't remember the people you work with. You just have no... It's just blank space. Mm-hmm. So for eight hours a day, it's just blank space. Mm-hmm. That's the concept of the show. Yeah. Everything. It's, it's, it's like it's a show purpose built for me. Everything up till this point has been about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a dystopian sci-fi nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what I equated it to, I have it somewhere. I used to buy the Isomoff science fictions, mm-hmm. and I ha- I kept a few of them because they had short stories in them that were so amazing. And I don't know where it is, but I have one of them that has the short story that is about a like. It's going to sound creepy, mm-hmm. but I'm not in any way, shape, or form doing a good job of representing how well this author portrayed it. Mm-hmm. But it is about a guy who wakes up after a car crash mm-hmm. in like a locked room and doesn't know why and slowly learns that he is, he on his like driver's license or whatever said he would donate his body to medical science. And what these people have done is created a way to resurrect dead people. But he is now just property of the company and doesn't have any autonomy. Oh, you, remember, you know what's weird? And so they experiment on him because they're, try, like, they're trying to perfect this whole thing. Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's, as you're reading it, it just descends into this absolute nightmare. And that's, what I, that's how the show felt for that first four episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like they are exploring this dystopian idea mm-hmm. and they are doing it perfectly mm-hmm. and thinking of things and situations that would exist within that dystopia in in higher level thinking that uh, than I have done mm-hmm. like that's where shows get really boring is when you can just predict mm-hmm. what's going to happen next and what's going to happen next they are taking that dystopian existence and exploring all the realities that could happen in it in a very compelling and unique and unpredictable way, mm-hmm. which is like for me who craves novelty mm-hmm. 
it's fascinating. But then in, in, in those last two episodes, the turns that there's like the things that started to occur, I am now more like, well, this is just, this almost seems like it's weird for the sake of being weird. Like mm-hmm. you have run out of ideas mm-hmm. already and you're not actually exploring the deep moral ambiguity of this and the psychological impacts and the societal impacts of what something like this would mean. Mm-hmm. And you're just writing stuff that you're like, that sounds cool. Put it in there. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it's starting to feel. And I'm really anxious about it because okay. it's been so good for the first four episodes. Yeah. It's funny. Like, like watching like the trailer, like I, I give such a huge pass to like big, like big idea. Yeah. Sci-fi that Me I too. that I, um, that's why I was interested in it. There's one, I don't think it, anybody else watched there's a there's a show on hulu from like the guy that did like ex machina um in annihilation like starring uh uh fuck uh the guy the guy from uh parks and rec uh beard man tough man ron swanson yes okay. starring ron swanson uh nick offerman yes yeah he's a uh, he's basically a, a bezos like he he owns a google okay um, he has something like his company is working on something. Okay, it's some sort of, some sort of computer. It's in a room, like the first episode. This girl, like her boyfriend, gets a job in there, and he ends up getting like burned alive, like outside, like uh, as if he like committed suicide somehow. Okay, um, and it's. So there's like this like crazy like it's it's already it's like what the, like like what is going on like mm-hmm. so like it spends all this time like dealing with like what they might be working on yeah or like or like what like what it is inside this this secret but room make sense? on the Google campus and it like it ends up being like beautiful in the end like okay. like what what he's trying to achieve hmm. um but it's like I I I I, I love giving. I, well, it's I, like I, the I reason just, I just love these because it's like stuff I I'd never thought of and and like I've never seen. So it's like, oh, this is this is super neat, right? This, like I mean, this Amber, weird, crazy idea. Amber and I gave this show a chance called the OA. It ended up not <laughs> being something that I liked, but it was the same thing. It was just like this seems like a wild idea. There is an octopus on stage that like in what the OA second season, like oh we didn't make main, it the second season. Oh, Amber did. Uh, <laughs> the main she, character. He never watches anything. Uh, it's like on stage. I can't remember what that, what that girl's name was. How many seasons have but you watched? It's only two. Oh, okay. Because they didn't come back for three. Because it's bad. Uh, it's, it's 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 not bad. Yeah, it is. It's it's not a good show. Nuts! Like that fucking second season is absolute like batshit crazy. Uh, right, that makes it bad. Like. If it just doesn't make any sense. Fuck, man, like it's this fucking like octopus that says it's like a Zazel, like a guard is like on stage, like communicating through her to an awaiting crowd. <laughs> like it's like it, it it's like it's so <laughs> insane. That's like, wild. I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say how the second season ended. Okay, don't then. Like, can I can't wait. Can I spoil the show? I don't the care. Spoil the show the All whole right. way. Everybody, you have. 
because what's, Skip ahead. what's the, what hold on what's the time delay if you don't want it spoiled tell us right now you're never gonna watch the oa if you haven't started it one somebody left oh no they what they, have you done the oa stands for original angel uh they like they try and save her to like bring her back to like whatever reality they Heaven. are from and Amber says I've watched it. She like falls, and like you see her fall. Like she's a fallen angel. No, that not at this point. Okay. Uh, so she's like she like falls, and then you. <laughs> Kimmy says I left mentally. Baywatch, and she falls on a soundstage, and she like wakes up, and like that that like the main bad like bad guy is like the actor Jason Isaacs like on a show and they're like taking her somewhere in the back of an ambulance but it's like so she like hallucinated the whole thing no like she's still herself from this that this make world any sense. did the rest of the show make sense no exactly that's what i mean that's why i stopped watching it because at a certain point i was like okay this is just a bad show it's what? just nonsense utter nonsense you know I, what a gr- i was so fucking bo- okay I think the thing the thing that got me is that the, the, the second episode you get bought in way easier. Yeah, like the second episode, I think it is, and it's her telling her backstory about how she's the daughter of a Russian oligarch. Mm-hmm. Like, was such a cool. That's a great episode. Was so fucking awesome. But it ends up being nonsense. Dan, how much? I did. I watched the first episode of Revolution. What's Revolution? Was, uh, it was a show on NBC about like we lose power. Who's we? The the country. Like power, like, like, like electricity, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and then stuff happens. I think. Hmm. Uh, I want. I st- there's still a part of me that wants to watch a different show with that Jason Isaacs guy. Uh, where remember that like, there was that super cool trailer, like like Wilder Valderrama was in the show about that guy who he gets in a car accident and his and his son dies. I don't but, remember. But this. then he wakes up when he goes to sleep in the world where his wife died instead. Oh, I vaguely remember yeah, yeah. this. Yeah. Like it it sounded so cool. And it, it only that like, show's gotta be trash. It only lasts for like a season. Right. I think. Like I've never yeah, heard yeah, Dan any- TV, get me in my own channel. Uh it sounded so awesome. Like that's such a cool concept. That's so like like that's so I neat. thought we started watching that. I mean, that was like over a decade yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Like, I think we like, started watching the first episode. I might have watched the first episode of that show. I don't remember. But there's been so many yeah. shows that I thought would have a cool concept that just I ended up not liking. Like, do you remember the show Dead Like Me? Oh, yeah. Like, that, that show, it had uh, Manny Patinkin? Yep. Yeah, it had Manny Patinkin in it. And it was just like, that show started so fun. Mm hmm. But then you you kind of get to the point where you're like, oh, this is this is like fun for four episodes. Yeah. But this isn't like a show that you can make last because you're trying to explain everything instead of just. Yeah. But, you know, a high concept show that absolutely nailed it, mm-hmm. like did it perfectly, in my opinion, is Dark. The German. Yeah. Yeah. That is a show. Amber, do you remember Dark? We watched that like right when Aurora was born. Did you watch the last season of it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think it's one of the few shows that has done time travel super well. It is so <clears throat> like, I, I thought it might, I thought it was going to get lost in its own. Lore. So did I, I really, 
Dark was it was the Ger- they spoke German. It was the German Awake, show. Thank you, Wallabeef. Dan, the Wilbur Velrama show was called Awake. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a German show, and they on Netflix. It was, on Netflix, it was it was just called Dark, and it was about time travel. They and go this, into like a cave. They go into a cave, and it's just this tiny German town. Oh yeah, that was great. Amber says it would like, and I was the same way because we started watching it when Aurora was born, mm-hmm. and then they are we were had to wait for the last season, mm-hmm. and I remember two dreams yes. of one reality. Yes, I'm in. I'm, 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 Dan, I'm back in. Dan. Yes. Uh, I remember thinking the same thing. Like it was gonna, you know, that's why I'm I'm gonna keep giving because succession. That's not right. Severance. Severance uh, has just been so good and has been so on the ball with like having fun with this. Like, what would what would this look like? How could it work? What would be the problems? What would you know, like that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. I love and that like big picture exploratory sci-fi. I'm giving it a chance. Mm-hmm. And there was the same thing with Dark. I was like, everything in this show has been so good. Mm-hmm. Like, but down to like, the cinematography in Dark is amazing. Like, it's a beautifully filmed show and the settings, like the sets that they use mm-hmm. and the lighting and the the colors that the characters dress, like mm-hmm. everything about it was so good that it was mm-hmm. just like, I'm really worried that they are going to get lost in this and it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. But then it ended up like they did it really well. Mm-hmm. I was really happy with it. And yeah. Yeah. Dark. Like, if you haven't watched dark, it's great. Cause yeah, like you we, have to read subtitles or watch a dub version, but don't no. do that. Cause like when we started watching like the second season was out and like the way the second season ends, it's like, huh? Where it's right. like this can either this can either be garbage now, or like or it works. Right. It's either going to make no sense mm-hmm. and they're just up their own asses, mm-hmm. or it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, definitely watch Dark. Mm-hmm. But that was one when you were talking about like that was a big picture because it was our boss Bob. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> who originally who watches it dubbed with subtitles on? That's so <laughs> fuck! I forgot about that. <laughs> Our boss, I he's I've never loved working for anybody more. Mm-hmm. I love our boss, but like that's so it's like such a Bob thing. Mm-hmm. He watches it dubbed, but with subtitles on. Yeah. And when you ask him why, it's like, well, sometimes they're different. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, why is that important? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? So you're listening to it and reading it. It's just like if you you guys don't know him, but. It's just such a Bob thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other Bob thing about it is literally my first day working in the district. Oh, really? He talked. He told me about the show for like twenty minutes, and I. But I. But like he was telling me about it, and I was like, I. You know, I barely knew Bob. I'd mm-hmm. met him what like once in my interview, uh, and he was just telling me about it, and I was just like, that actually sounds really good. And then Amber and I didn't. We didn't watch it for like a year, but. It's a really good show. With with Better Call Saul ending this year. Oh, Amber, we got to finish Better Call Saul. Uh, the next show I'm waiting for, which will also end because it'll be its final season, will be Succession. Yep. Which, like, it, like HBO, for whatever reason, just goes, they, they, they're, like, they're so good at just hitting dingers. They are. I, there's a lot of shit on HBO that I've never bothered to watch, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the money and they put it into they 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 
Succession is... I fucking hate that show. Yeah. But it's great. It's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. It's so good that I like. I loathe it. Mm-hmm. I can't... Like, I have to watch it when it comes out, mm-hmm. but I hate watching it because I'm so depressed. And, like, no show has ever shown America for the oligarchy that it is mm-hmm. like that show. It's fucking wild. Like, when you watch that show, you're just, like, you leave it and you're just like, fuck. This isn't actually, like, a democracy or a republic. Like, you're so downtrodden. You're just like... They felt like they fucked. They fucking found a way. But they, they found a way to just turn it into another kingdom and another all. That's what I mean. Like I watch that show and I'm just like, God damn it! It's called Succession, and if you watch it, you it fucking depresses me. Yeah, it's so good. It is so get, get, every get, get, get actor in it over the like concept where it's just like about like because like what the reality that you're living. Yeah, that's what sucks. Is like you watch it. And you're just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's pointing out so much of the reality that I actually live in. And I, I'm i helpless against it. Greg, Greg hate it. has been in like these like Uber Eats commercials I've been seeing on like my YouTube recently. And he's great. No. Greg, Greg's awesome. No, like he's, 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 he's funny. Like I, I, I like, like I'm, I'm talking like, like the person. Like he's, he's very humorous. Like he, like sure. he has this, no, I know what you mean. He has this Uber Eats coach where he's talking about like, you know, it's you, Craig you, you, you can order anything now from Uber Eats, but you can't eat anything you order now. So he's like naming things you can order and think like things you can eat and things you can't. He's like, don't explain commercials. It's never funny. Or you know, like you go a banana. You can't eat. Well, you, yeah, like it, it's yeah, it's just he's very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, piece of steel. You should watch it. And if you don't have HBO, let me know. We we got logins for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not true. But yeah, like, uh, weird side tangent back to, like, Better Call Saul. Like, the fact that yeah, it's, a man could write a show that's about it, just like a <clears throat> character from a different show, and and it somehow be better at points. Man, did you listen to that Bob Odenkirk on uh no on Tim Heidecker's really podcast? Should. I really should. I don't listen to Tim. The only Tim Heidecker's podcast is that I've ever listened to <laughs> is what if, <laughs> what if I stand with Santifa? Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's a classic joke. That, that's a universal joke, fucking, but no one laughs, but no one laughs can't. because they can't. <laughs> that's one of my favorite pieces of art, including all art that has ever been done. Yeah. Is the Tim it's, Heidecker it's, mocking it's a, Joe a Rogan podcast that goes on for, hours and yeah and they don't break yeah. it's so perfect what if Einstein was in Tifa but I thought he was doing another I didn't know Tim Heidecker just had a oh, podcast sure, sure. yeah yeah so I thought he I was like oh my god he did another one of these mocking Joe Rogan like mm-hmm. I'll watch every one of these because they're hysterical mm-hmm. these guys are just yeah uh what's the word funny no <laughs> What the fuck is the like? What do they do on Comedy Bang Bang? Improv. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just improving. Yeah. But they're so good at it. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it because I adore Bob Odenkirk. I've loved Bob Odenkirk since Mr. Show, and I was like, I can't wait to see Bob Odenkirk. And then I started to watch it, and I was like, Wait, I think this is real. And then Schwat said it was real. Mm-hmm. 
But Bob Odenkirk on the Tim Heidecker podcast is it's really like he's so fun to listen to. Mm. And then I went down a rabbit hole because I didn't know Tim Heidecker had been stabbed. Yeah. And so I listened to him explaining that whole thing. But yeah, listening to Bob Odenkirk and talking about that and you should listen to it. Okay. It's really worth it. I've never listened to another and I probably never will listen to another Tim Heidecker podcast because I, I just it's just it's just another it's just another podcast. But I love Bob Odenkirk and, and that was great. And yeah, Pizza Steel. Uh you and Amanda should watch Succession. It's I yeah, I think you would like it. It's really good, but it is like it paints a perfect picture of well, I don't want to spoil anything. It just paints a perfect picture of like the ruling class in our country and how different it is in our country to have wealth versus it's it's kind of the thing that like there's just an oligarchy. Uh, I can't think of Adam McKay. It's it's like it's what Adam McKay's comedy has become recently. Like he's moved on from uh, like your stepbrothers and your anchormans, like all the, all those. Hold on. Big J says, we've been watching Formula One, which is exactly the opposite of what you're talking about. Is that a show or are oh, you guys I, I, watching Formula One racing? I think there's a, like, there's a, sh- might be this, that would be weird. It might be the show on Netflix called Formula One just, that just follows the Formula One season. And the Netflix it's show. hyper popular. Huh. Like, the, like, like there, there's, there's just been, there was a huge popularity spike in Formula One. Formula One is the only cool kind of racing as far as I'm yeah, they, concerned. Yeah, they turn both ways. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's hugely popular. Motorcycle racing, whatever that's called. And now I want to watch the race. <laughs> that's and that's you know I I don't watch racing. Every so often, I like I might catch some of a race, but I don't. I probably never will. I would love, love, love to Moto Gap. What does that say? Moto GP. Hmm. That's your your motorbike racing. Remember the game Jet Moto? Okay, sorry. Um, go to the the Monaco Grand Prix. It just like you want to go. Yeah, it just seems like it, it, like it just seems like a like a really fun. Would also probably be cool to just go to Monaco. That's the thing. Like you can just, you can just <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. Um, yes, I, we're going to Monaco. All right, deal. Um, but yeah, Amber, it, Amber, and Amanda will watch the kids, and we watch some racing. Yeah, go to the casino. Are there casinos in Monaco? Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait. Is Monte Carlo near Monaco? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I saw, I talked about it a few podcasts ago that I need a new sport to get into because I just can't but I you, can't bring you, myself. You're, you're still superfluous to sumo. Yeah, but sumo is only every other month. Yeah. Oh, uh, they have like NFT. S- you well, get, get into NFT football. I So <laughs> I love playoff. Well, I shouldn't say I love playoff hockey, but playoff hockey is fun. It's on right now. And Jeff was in the discord last night uh talking about the wild game and i was like i should maybe i should just try to get more into hockey like i like hockey i played it forever i mostly understand it it's the best sport it's the best sport uh and i was like and then i could talk to like jeff and mike and dan about mm-hmm. hockey and then i was like yeah jeff and mike would probably gatekeep me <laughs> You could try basketball. So I, so I decided not to get into hockey. You could try basketball, get into that with Matt and you'd, JR. You'd be the only person I could talk to about it. <clears throat> Monaco is its own sovereign city state. Yep. It's it's Where is Monaco? It's inside of France. I think it's at the coast of France. James, you want to get into hockey with me? Absolutely. Can't yeah, we're going to Monaco. 
Um, but yeah, I like hockey. I just I liked having a sport mm-hmm. that I watched. I mean, I you know it was especially nice during quarantine because mm. they had like a fight every weekend. No to hockey. I'm trying to get into the NBA and F1. All right, well, yeah, I'll get into basketball with you. I'll, I'll do both those with you. Dan will get in. You'll get into any sport. Yeah. Let's start watching pickleball. Do they do that professionally? I don't. I don't help. Probably actually. <laughs> Me and Matt were watching. Like I was like we were we were in like. It borders the bottom of France. Okay. Okay. We were in Discord, <clears throat> and I was just like, I just noticed on like my bottom of my like where like at the bottom of Twitch where it just kind of gives you like recommendations mm-hmm. it was this weird like uh wiffle ball league in vegas dude they just had like live games and like it sucked for one because there was rules about how fast you could pitch and if i'm watching wiffle ball which you know this if i'm watching wiffle ball i want to see cool pitches right you want to see weird bizarro pitches yeah yeah and but there's like rules where like it's not a strike if it's above 155 like miles an hour so like so like they can't like throw it as hard as they think if, if i they suppose can... you got to give them stuff they can hit but that's not what i give a shit about well then just watch pitching clips i don't know yeah yeah and that's what i'll do okay. i won't watch your stupid twitch league i don't have anything to do with it uh all right oh. big j i'll get into basketball with you because when when we were watching some of the t-wolves timberwolves stuff Oh, I was, the T-Wolves are going to be fucking huge next year, too. Well, I was watching it it's like... It's a good year to get an NBA. I'll bet there's a lot of like uh, subtleties to this that I just don't understand. And if I started to understand it more... Like, Matt was talking to me a lot one night about, like... He started to get more into basketball when he started to understand more what was happening defensively. Mm-hmm. Because we were so bad offensively. Because, like, the more he understood defensively, it was just, like, the more there was to watch the show. Like, to watch... The, the more there was to pick up on. And when he was talking about that, I was like, actually, that was one of my favorite things in MMA mm-hmm. where the, you know, some of the most exciting fighters were the defensive fighters like mm-hmm. Anderson Silva or uh, Izzy. What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Adesanya. Yeah. Israel Adesanya, another great defensive fighter where you're just like, man, the way he moves to find these pockets to mm-hmm. just, you know, obviously you're, you're, Vandalay Silva's are also very fun to watch. Uh, but yeah. It, 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 so it, it, ju- it just made me think of that. Like, I'll bet you there's a lot that I could get into watching the defensive aspects of basketball. And it gives you such a better understanding, like, of the game. Because, like, if you're just, like, a superfluous, like, fan to something, all you're seeing is offensive highlights. Right. You're, you're Like, you're not seeing the you're other s- side of the game. Yeah, you're seeing the... So I, I'll try to get, we, like, what, I don't know. It's the same thing. I've talked about it a million times on the podcast, but it's like, that's, that's ultimately the level of like my intellect is like, I just, it'd be fun to like, as kids get older once a week, like, yeah, we're going to get together and watch some basketball or we're going to get and together and that's the, I just can't morally watch fighting anymore. That like, that's the nice thing about it. There's probably a, not a lot of head trauma in basketball. It, no. Like when it happens, it looks rough. Cause like they're falling like on their back on like a hardwood floor mm. on like a, but like, but it's more like a, like a guy got fouled hard like okay. yeah um or like it'd be like a horrible a horrible leg break like every four years um but like the beauty of like a a football or a hockey 
Well, not, not sorry, not, not sorry. Piece of steel. You didn't see my cool here. Oh, no, you've seen the shirt. Yeah. Never mind. I saw him in person with it. Keep going. I totally um, derailed you. It's so like with a, uh, like a basketball season or a hockey season is when you got 80 games, mm-hmm. you can miss some. Right. Where like if, if you're with a fight or like a football, yeah, you got, you got six, you got 17 games. Like if I, you, if you miss two Sundays, you've missed, you know, a, a quarter of the season. Yeah. It's gone. Uh, so Big J says, well, actually, I like Dan Wild Beef's joke, which just says Dan wants to watch CCTV footage of a pitching machine with no batter. Uh, and then Big or, uh, Piece of Steel says, <clears throat> I was watching the playoffs last week with my brother who helped me understand it, and it was super fun. This is exactly why the F1 show is so good. It helps you understand the whole thing and the intricacies intricacies of the team. F1 felt so unattainable as a fan, but the show broke the barrier. Maybe Amber and I will watch that. <clears throat> Probably not, though, because we're, we're going to finish this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to finish Severance, mm-hmm. and then we have to finish The Last Kingdom because that show is so good. Better Call Saul will probably have finished and by then, the time. And then I was going to say, we might have... I mean, we. I think we watched the first two seasons. Okay. Maybe just the first season. Amber might remember if she's still here. Uh, <laughs> so... You're not wrong. Uh, we might have to... But then, like, we had our first kid and, like, all bets were off. So mm-hmm. we might have to completely rewatch Better Call Saul or at least see, like... A recap. A, like a 20 minute recap of season one mm-hmm. and a 20 minute recap of season two. Uh, and then once that's done, there'll probably be more of like, I cannot wait for uh, Ted Lasso. What's that show? Is it just oh, called yeah. Ted Lasso? Yeah. That's one of my favorite shows in decades. Mm-hmm. That is, and I've said that to you on the podcast, like that is a show that le- unlike succession mm-hmm. at the end of Ted Lasso, I just feel positive and hopeful about the world and just men and masculinity you know, at you know, large. That show does such a good job talking about the masculine aspects of masculinity in a therapeutic, compassionate way. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it deals with the 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 parts that you like about you know, the physicality of, of masculinity and the competition and the ego that is all a part of masculinity and that is okay to be a part of masculinity. And it does it in such a like compassionate mm-hmm. and responsible and aware. I, I love that show. And I love, uh, I can't think of that guy, but he wrote like on Parks and Rec and he wrote on The Office. And what is that guy's name? Moe's. Yeah, it's Moe's. If you like oligarchy and class systems, then F1 racing is just for you. Uh, Michael Sure. Michael yes. Sure. Thank you. Have you guys watched Ted Lasso, Piece of Steel? It's, I love the way it just makes me hopeful. I, I, I like that they didn't, um, that they chose their uh, villain. Yeah. And don't spoil. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but they never shy. They never. Uh, they 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 let him become who he was supposed to be. Right. And if, I'm and, really and interested to be super intrigued to see like season how season three. Yeah, yeah. 
it's yeah i don't know i just it's a like and maybe it is for everybody but it's a thing for me that is on my mind a lot uh like raising a son Mm -hmm. and also being a person who grew up not liking you know bros Mm -hmm. and meatheads Mm -hmm. but is now arguably like a bro meathead i don't know probably not i mean you know i work out four days a week but that doesn't make me a bro no 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 but i but but like i think for a long time i struggled with yeah my own like masculinity Mm -hmm. and you know the the things that i listed just a second ago and so now i'm like i have a son that i'm raising and it's like it's interesting to talk to him about like to find ways to talk to him and find ways to represent that like yeah it's okay to like want to be physical or Mm -hmm. to like sometimes he just wants to punch Mm -hmm. you know and it's like trying to figure out how to talk about that and i think ted lasso does such a good job of it Mm -hmm. without yeah with they do such a good job of it without making anybody into a complete douchebag like they make everybody human somehow and that's what i love about it Mm -hmm. it's just like yeah, it's a good show. You gotta watch it. We're in. We've we've been we've been in peak TV for for like six seven years now. Like all these things that would have been movies thirty years ago. Yeah, they got to just make seven or eight episodes out of instead. That's like Amber had never seen. Um, Amber, are you still here? She probably went to bed. Yeah. Uh, she had never seen Zodiac, mm. which is, it's a movie I watch like once a year, once every other year. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And like, I can't, I'll never get enough of that. And I was saying to you guys, I was like, man, I really wish Zodiac was like an HBO series. Cause I could watch 10, 20 episodes of Zodiac because it, it, it was it, almost Mindhunter. Uh, Mindhunter got too. It, it did, but like that, that like first like season of Mindhunter was like. I can't remember if we gave up on season one or season two. I, I never watched season two. Okay, Mindhunter got to the point where, and I've I think I've told you this before. It was like we started watching Mindhunter right when Nemo was born, and there was an episode where like kids were getting killed, yeah, oh yeah. and I was just like, nope, fuck this. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And they like that show got too much into the murder. Mm-hmm. I I mean not the. Zodiac doesn't get really into the murder, but what I love about Zodiac is like Gyllenhaal Mm -hmm. and Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. are so good. And Mark Ruffalo. They're so good in that movie. It's just one of those things. And actually, that makes me think of, uh, now I'm going to say irreverence. Why can't it? Severance. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I love watching John Turturro act. Hmm. He's such a good actor, and he's unlike any character I've seen him portray yet in this show. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Christopher Walken's in it just being Christopher Walken, but he does a fantastic job of mm-hmm. it. But John Turturro is so fun. And then Adam Scott is in it, and I've never, you know, I've seen Adam Scott in like Step Brothers and Parks and Rec and Party Down. You mm-hmm. know, Party Down is arguably, did you ever watch Party Down? Just a few episodes. Party Down is arguably his most like, uh, moody role but party down is still like a comedy Mm -hmm. but this is like 
very serious and dramatic severances and it, he's great in it he's really good in it but yeah like i i love watching zodiac because it's just so fun to watch Hall and and ruffalo and uh robert downey jr in it they're just so good like there, there's there's only so many movies that and like. what's the woman who sorry i want to give her credit too the woman who plays Hall's wife is spectacular in it too even though she's not super heavily in it but she's she does that role perfect i can't i can't think of that <laughs> sorry i interrupted you <laughs> like there, there's only so many like movies that have like um imprinted like a scene in my brain because it 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 like affected me so much watching it mm-hmm. um and zodiac is one of those yeah and for what for whatever reason like like sitting in the theater and i saw that with you and jeff i think yeah i yeah i, I, I there's probably some other people yeah but i um no i think it was just you was and just jeff. Three? Oh, i think it wade maybe was there um but like when he wade's in here he can sound off if he was when he walks down and just fucking like stabs those people yeah like it's, it's, it's horrendous it's, it's so visceral to watch that like i it was just like i i hate I, it I, I thought about it for days like it like i hate it, it every time it. i watch it yeah it's awful because it doesn't it doesn't flinch from what it's it's like no that's the, the thing it doesn't but it doesn't flinch from what it is either mm-hmm. and it doesn't like that's where i started to, i think get a little separated from mindhunter it was it was almost like playing up the killing aspect of it mm. and zodiac doesn't do that at all they just represent it for the reprehensible and horrible thing that it is and that's everybody talks about that scene mm-hmm. it's awful mm-hmm. i like i love that movie mm-hmm and I just, it's kind of like uh, hereditary where I just think like, all right, I just got to earn the things that I love about this movie. Like I just got to like, mm-hmm. this scene drives the intensity of like, you know, at the very least Ruffalo. Yeah. But there's another scene in that movie that has always stuck with me. And it's it's still one of my favorite scenes every time I watch it. And it's when Hall goes to visit uh, Robert Downey Jr. on his houseboat. Oh yeah, I don't know why, but that scene has just—it's so sad. It's mm. just heartbreaking, mm-hmm. and the way they leave it with each other, like, and they both do such a good job in it. Like, I just—I love that movie. But that was a movie that <clears throat> somebody's having a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Uh that was a movie that, yeah, because of those guys, I just wish it could been. A miniseries, mm-hmm. like an HBO series, like two seasons of that show. Yeah, with those same actors, though, mm-hmm. like just, and of course, who I think is, I think, I think I can make the argument that he's my favorite director of all time, Fincher. What was Fincher's most recent movie? Uh, he did one with. Um, I feel like he has one I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I forget what it was called. It's about uh, a director. It stars the guy. Um, it stars Gary Oldman. Yeah, I haven't seen it then. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, I haven't seen it either. While the beef isn't here anymore, he would probably know it. Liam's here. He might know. 
Um, <clears throat> I, 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 can't, I can't remember what it's called, but I um, I haven't watched it either. I could look it up, I suppose. Uh, David Fincher movies. <sighs> Fight Club? Nope. He did the game? Yeah. I love the game. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite. And he did Alien 3. I need to rewatch Alien 3 as an adult. I've never watched Gone Girl. Poof. I read the book and just wasn't interested. I've never seen Panic Room. He did Benjamin Button. You that takes away from him. I watched No, uh, what? It's a Citizen Kane. What is this? He did uh the uh He definitely didn't do Citizen Kane. No. It's Oh, The Mench. I think is what it's called. Uh, where? Okay, filmography. No, that's producer, director. There it is. Uh, Mank. Mank. He did Mindhunter. Yeah, he did Mindhunter episodes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's why I brought it up. Oh, it is. Okay. <clears throat> he also did episodes of House of Cards. He was the whole reason that show got off the ground. Like he, he. That's his show for at the beginning. God, he's such a good. He did seven. I didn't know he did seven. You didn't either. know he did seven? No, I didn't know he did Alien Three. He's been directing forever. Yeah, he he came from like that class. There's like a. Oh, he did a lot of like movie or music, music videos. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. He came from. Oh, the these era. are music videos. Okay. He came from the era of uh, uh fuck like a bad boys guy. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I can't think of his name. Transformers, dude. I can't think of his name, but like they're they're of like they're of the same class. So he did Alien Three, and then he did Seven, mm-hmm. and then he did the game. Mm-hmm. Good lord! And then he did Fight Club. I knew he did because that was the first time where I paid attention to Fincher. Okay. And then he did Panic Room, which I've never seen. Panic Room's good. Uh, then he did Zodiac. Look at his run, dude. Oh yeah, Alien Three, which you know people argue about, but. Then seven, mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. Panic Room and Zodiac. Then like Gone Girl, mm-hmm. and then Mank. You missed Girl with Dragon Tattoo before Gone Girl. Where is that? I don't. S- I know that he did it because I love it. Oh, there it is. Oh, and the Social Network. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. No, him. Him in like the fucking two thousands was like a what a fucking powerhouse. Michael Bay. Thank you. Yes. Um, because yeah, Michael Bay also came from music videos. And like it's funny like to hear those guys kind of talk about each other because like, like even like Michael even like Spielberg talking about Michael Bay like they understand him like yeah. they get like like he has like like much like them he's really good at doing what he does that's the thing like much like them he has his vision and yeah. like how he wants to present something and, and he, he does it you know to what benefit or dis you know, it works for I him. like bad boys yeah I like bad boys too mm-hmm. big fucking eyes. Cool um, fucking fish, but uh, no, like, like I, like I read Gone Girl and I thought it was amazing. Uh, it's such a cool book. Um, I watched it in the theater, and for whatever reason, I think I was, I just wasn't, maybe I just wasn't in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched it again, which I think I, I found I had to do that with Fincher movies. Like it was the same thing with like Girls Dragon Tattoo. Like when I watched it, like, oh really? I, I love that movie from the jump. Like, I, I I liked it, but then when I watched it like again, like at home, like I fully got it. And same thing with like Social Network. Like, I, like once, like it was like these, like 
it's almost like when I when I listen to like a CD for the first time, I'm not quite paying attention to mm-hmm. like the full story. No, I'm yeah, hearing for songs, sure. and then it's like once I've like it. it I think it the works. social network might be like that for me. I've been wanting, like, that's another one I want to watch with Amber because mm-hmm. it'll only be the second time I've seen it. But I think I'll like it a lot more mm-hmm. the second time. Like, especially the the way it opens with mm-hmm. him on the college campus and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was arguably my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. David Fincher's got to be. Otherwise, it would be maybe Nolan. Yeah. And like he takes big swings, and like he's he's always himself. But I don't think I like uh, Batman Return or what's the one with the Joker. So there's Dark Knight and there's Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight he's Rises. Free. No, okay, Dark Knight is the one with the Joker. Yeah, I love that movie, but I love it because of Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of the yeah, like the really cool set piece. Like it's like a beautiful movie. Yes. Uh, Inception is great. Yeah, we watched that a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. For movie night, and I just remember it was oh, it was Rob's best of the decade. Yeah, and it was just like, man, this movie is really good. Did you watch Dunkirk? Nope. Okay, but I can't think. Yeah, I can't think. I'm never. I haven't been driven to watch the last few Nolan movies, like Batman three, whatever that Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. That one, I was like, you guys all really like that. Yeah. I well, I feel like I remember because we went to the zoo to see it. Well, we saw it in IMAX. Right. And I just remember coming away with it like, yeah, that was good, but it just didn't, it didn't, you know. It's, it's the, it's the weakest story of the three. Uh, and then what else has Nolan done? You got IMDb up right now. Type him in. I closed it. Oh. Uh, Christopher I, Nolan. Ooh, uh, he's doing a movie on Oppenheimer next. Ooh, that's kind of yeah. cool. Oh yeah, it's uh, Sicilian Murphy is playing Oppenheimer. That's great casting. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Like I'm jacked for that. Uh, Tarantella never. That's a TV short. Uh, following, he did Memento. Yep. Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Those are both great. He did the Prestige. I yep. forgot that. Mm-hmm. Inception. Interstellar. I am not on board the way everybody else is. Anything after Dunkirk? He did Tenant. Oh yeah. What is that? That's that's peak Nolan. It's about people. Oh, like I vaguely a guy, remember seeing this. A guy this. gets drafted into a... Yeah, I remember seeing this trailer and not being interested in this. A guy gets drafted into a, some sort of government division yep. that deals in things that are going backwards through time. And yeah, Dunkirk's the war movie. And like it, the 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 fun thing about well, Dunkirk's not a fun movie, but like the, the the nice thing about Dunkirk is that it's it's just him doing like just a historical movie about something yeah. personal to him because like as a as a British man, it's about like this like horror, this like this time when like the British like had to quickly like retreat from France across the. Uh, the British Channel, yeah, across, across the channel back to Britain. So um, it's very good. Like he, this is just—I don't know what this means. You guys probably will. It's a it, the top thing on. No, I'm on director. I thought. Oh, somehow I got to writer. They're remaking Memento. Oh, I don't and know. He gets a writer credit, I guess, because he wrote it. That's stupid. Don't. It's a perfect movie. You don't need to remake it. God damn it. I don't know. I hate everything getting remade. It's one of the most curmudgeon old man things that I have. I, I've watched. Stop remaking everything. Like, Tenant's not his best movie, mm-hmm. 
but like I've just kind of like put it on a couple times because it's like two hours and like 40 minutes of like Jesus yeah that's a movie I have no interest in seeing of like peak Nolan where it looks amazing mm-hmm. like at certain points like people are just talking nonsense to each other because like you're really not sure if he really knows what's happening but like it just looks and like if it see it just seems fun like the whole time like it because that's just like he's yeah. just so good at making things look cool maybe we'll watch it for a movie night sometime we might uh can we leave give me my dad to leave I don't see him in here. Um, another one I have on my list for movie to watch with Amber is not Signs, but that's the only movie that's coming to my head. Is it? Is it a movie from him? No. Oh, then I have no idea. Uh, Stories of Your Life. Oh, shit. Arrival. Arrival. Mm-hmm. That's one that you've badgered me so much on having to watch that... I'm like, ah, me and Amber can watch that at some point. Yeah. I th- I think this weekend I'm going to try because w- because of kids, mm-hmm. we have to watch movies. Like when we watched uh, Zodiac, mm-hmm. we watched it like, you know, one part Saturday, one part Sunday. So I want to try to watch Parasite. Oh, nice. Because that movie's so good. I remember watching like a, a video on Arrival where it, it's kind of like Annihilation in that it's like this like, repudiation of kind of like big like epic sci-fi where it's it's not about like things like attacking it's about just people kind of understanding themselves right and like that's what makes annihilation so good yeah that book like that book and that because i've watched have you watched i'm sure you have fold the folding ideas Mm -hmm. on it's so good Mm -hmm. his his assessment of annihilation Mm -hmm. that was great yeah and yeah annihilation the movie is fantastic but it is not the book no they're they're, that's beautiful about it like right the book the movie is like so much about the people Mm -hmm. the book is maybe the best representation of somebody encountering something truly alien that i've ever experienced yep like that book is so good at when you're reading it getting the sense of like, yeah, this is a person encountering something that is truly alien. Mm-hmm. You don't understand its motives. Mm-hmm. You don't understand why it's doing what it's doing. You do, like, it just does such a good job of that mm-hmm. where it was just, it's so fun. Cause I've never, I've never experienced any form of entertainment like that before where it was like, what this person is trying to do is give you an experience with something that is an actual alien experience. Mm-hmm. It's, they're not trying to attack your planet for whatever. Like, you don't know what it's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily hurting people. Like, you just don't know. Like, it's so good. And that, that's kind of what makes that adaptation so great is that it's like they, they weren't just keen to put that on screen. They just used, right. they just used it as a vehicle to as a jumping off platform. Explore the characters. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I just had a big old yawn. God, it's already it's after 10. I know. We usually don't go after 10 anymore. Uh, yeah. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching live. Thank you for participating. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun when people participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Or thank you, for, candy. thank you for listening after the fact. Uh, peace. Peace of steel. If you uh, didn't hear this month's top five, top five non-candy bar candies. Mm-hmm. So Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese's Pieces count. Reese's Pieces counts. Sprees. Mm-hmm. You guys all said dots. dots for some dumbass reason. But I think it's the best way to say dots are it good. It doesn't make a top five. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you can... Email your list to this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us mm-hmm. on whatever app you get your podcasts on. Yep. Also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Watch us when we go live just about every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Jump and chat, participate. We're sorry we didn't get to our, our uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff. That'll be next week. It won't be. I couldn't care less about that. That's another thing. Stop saying that. That's another thing that I fucking hate. We're trying, on that. We're trying to like lure people. <laughs> on that, when I was complaining about the algorithm, no matter how many times I have told Google News I'm not interested in the stupid bullshit, and I'll just pop back up because so many people care about it, mm-hmm. and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Good night.